All right, welcome to the Freedom Ring, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday, March the 15th, and uh, I'm Matt Toludo, and this is the king of OCD, <laughs> Brother James. The uh, deep state, uh, World Economic Forum, and otherwise the most vile people on planet Earth are being uh, pretty much revealed and exposed at breakneck speed. I can't even, it's, it's hard to keep up with all the, uh, all the stories that are breaking right now, um, but we're going to do our best to get on top of the most important ones. Uh, anyway, Fauci's evil is about to be on blast. It's actually already on blast for those that are paying attention. Uh, the real reason on today's show for the bailouts and mm. more people are dying suddenly. Uh, thank you for everybody getting our show uh, through their mobile device and living uh, listen, listening, I should say, on uh, Spotify, uh, well, Apple Podcasts, we're Rumble. on there as well. Well, that would be the video, but Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts, and Stitcher, the uh, the audience is growing by the day. Yeah, thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for hitting the like button. Thank you for subscribing. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We're it's crazy. We were looking at the numbers, and they have grown ex uh, a lot expeditiously. <laughs> expeditiously. You listen to us to expeditiously. That's how we get away from butchering our English language. We just switch into another one. Yeah. Uh, also, checking out the, uh, the the Freedom Ring on Rumble. Big Make sure shoot. you put the in front of it. Because if you don't, you get something else. And you don't want anything else. You no. want these two idiots <laughs> entertaining you while you get the, uh, the news that the mainstream media is dropping the ball on. Yeah. Again, search the Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and uh, Brighteon. Uh, search The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. We are The Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social. And, of course, always check an email at freedomringshow at gmail.com. Um, today I wanted to talk about, uh, in today's moment of faith, <clears throat> simply listening. And how can we hear God if we're not even hearing each other? In the uh, the Bible, it says in James 1, verse 19... Know this, my beloved brothers, let every every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Uh, there is a friend of mine that posted a clip of one of our recent shows uh, from about a week or two ago where I was telling liberals to uh, shut up <laughs> because none of their I- ideas are working and uh, from their policies and their world, you know, world leader relations, military operations, economic decisions, environmental issues, none of them are working. They're all a bunch of crock. A bunch of crock? A bunch of crock. You listen to us. <laughs> we say something make no sense. Matt hasn't been drinking today yet. Uh, none of the liberal stuff is working. And so that she posted a, clip, a little clip because she agrees. My, my friend posted... A little clip of the video, and she agrees uh, with our angle, and she loves watching our show, and we appreciate that. Hello, Maria. Thank you. Uh, But there's another lady that she's friends with that um, lambasted me over something that you know that we completely agree on, and that got me thinking because she she didn't she didn't listen to what I was saying. She never got past the part of uh, uh, of my passion, my anger. 
Okay, she just zeroed in on how angry I was when I was talking in that little clip. And I was delivering my message a little irate. But, you know, again, that was just me being passionate. Uh, So she didn't actually hear what my anger was about. And so we went back and forth. And as I had this exchange with her, as we were typing, I was like, wait a minute. We're on the same page. We almost have the same story because she... She got hosed from her employer after like 16 to 20 years. They mandated the jab and pressured her, coerced her. She said she was forced into it by our government. Well, you're not, you weren't forced to do anything. No one tied you down to do anything. But my point being, we agreed with how wrong it was that a lot of us were either forced to get it or we were being forced to get it, and some of us, like myself, walked away because it just felt like the evil thing to do would be to succumb to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so many of us do this. We're all guilty of it. We're quick to respond, and before we know what we're responding to, uh, we just we just go off we go off the rails. If that's the case among each other. Is that not the same reason that some of us fail to hear God? You know what I mean? How can we hear God if we're not even listening to each other? Because you've got to listen a little bit more intently to hear God when he's speaking to you, right? So my point for bringing this up today is, again, we're not even listening to one another. Um, As it says in the Bible, Proverbs 1, verses 5, or verse 5, Let the wise hear and increase in learning. And the one who understands obtain guidance. How are we going to be given direction from our, our creator if, again, we're not even slowing down, putting it in neutral, not really getting caught up in how someone's saying something, but actually what they're saying? Are you hearing what they're saying? So many of us talk over each other that we never hear each other how are we going to be able to hear God when he's actually conveying a message to us? Well, here's my take. So my first thought is, I, I'll just put this out there. I, I know a lot of people, especially with social media, Facebook or whatever it is, they see that they have all these friends, right? Thousands of friends. You don't have thousands of friends. <laughs> I don't want thousands <laughs> of friends. I modeled my life after Jesus. Jesus had... Twelve disciples, three were his close friends, one was his best friend. So, anyone that's in, I call it my circle, Matt Matt just kind of joined here recently. The people that I can talk to, it's a conversation. I speak, then they speak. Give we share... Take. Yeah, it's it's give and take. It's sharing ideas. It's you know sometimes there might be a point where no, no you know you 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 may cut someone off, but if that's always going on in a friendship where someone's always doing, their all they're doing is running their trap, and you gotta sit there and listen to it. I I don't hang out with those people. I that's not a conversation. As soon as you start to reiterate or yeah. just participate in the conversation, they shut you down. It's like, why am I here? They just want someone to vent off to. I, yeah. I don't know. So, you know, there's that, you know. <laughs> a, it's, a conversation is two people communicating. 
How much more with God? How how many people, and I, I know I say this a bunch, this might not be you, this might be you. So many people in their time of prayer with God, it's them unloading on God. God, uh, you know, uh, uh, they're praying for all their needs. You know, they're praying, they're they're praying biblically, scripturally, whatever. But it's just them praying. It's just them talking mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. And then when they run out of things to say, in Jesus' name, Amen, and it's over. Right. And you never get a chance to prayer. Hear him with God. It's it's if in order for a relationship to. The only word I can think of right now is blossom and grow and become stronger and 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 your love grow deeper. Is it's two people having the conversation when you're when you're in prayer? Do you take a pause to listen for God? Do you take a pause to listen? The Bible says it's that still small voice on the inside of us. So many people, <clears throat> so many Christians that that I've come across because I mean I'm not a big name minister. I, I haven't preached. All over the world yet. I haven't preached in you know hundreds of churches. I say yet. But I come across so many people that say, Hey, ha- have you ever heard you know God's voice audibly? You know, I'm just waiting to hear God's voice audibly. And I say, Hey, have you heard the still small voice on the inside of you? Well, what do you mean? Well, that's that's what the Bible says it is. It's a still small voice. It's on the inside of us. It leads us and it and it guides us. I, I would be very careful in in my prayer time to not always be doing all the talking. I would take a pause and be like, God, what what is it? What what direction am I going in today? What is it that you want me to accomplish today? What's your will for me today? What is it that that I can do for you, God? I want your will in my life. Nothing more, nothing less. I just want what you have for me. I heard a minister say this, and when he prays, he says, you know, God, I only want what you can give me. I only want to walk through the doors that you open for me. I only want to go where you can take me. If you can't give it to me, if you can't take me there, if you don't open up the door, I don't want anything to do with any of that. And that's that's how it is. Instead of us going to God and, and forcing what we want, what we think we should be doing, the direction that we want to go, pump the brakes and flip it around. It's God's will. Because really, if you're a Christian... Your life isn't your own. <laughs> it's been paid and bought for by the blood of Jesus. You're not your own anymore. <laughs> for for some people that might be just getting well, what's that what's that voice sound like inside? For me, it's usually that first thought that comes when I'm just, all right, just give me a sign. Show me, tell me what it is. And I'll put myself in neutral and it's usually right where my mind goes is where I accept he's taken me. I don't hear a, well, Matt. You don't hear an audible? No, I don't. Can you hear God audibly? Of course you can. But what what, what Matt was just talking about, you want to become sensitive to that still small voice on the inside of you. And as you become sensitive to it and you start learning, it, it becomes easier for, and I, I mean, God talks to me throughout the day. You know, he, th- th- there's something over here, you know, there's a lean this way and the, or there's something that happens and I'm just like, thank you, God, James, I love you. And I'm like, <laughs> so you're actually hearing a voice? No, because I'm not it's a still small of... voice on the inside of me. So it's, it's, it's where your mind's going. It's him dropping. I wouldn't say I, I would, I, I mean, as you're just, I, I know you're trying to describe it, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to say, oh, well, it's my mind. It's not, 
It's well, the like, Holy Spirit inside of you speaking through you. Right. To the, you. Uh, here, here's, I've, I've shared this on a previous episode before James joined the show, but the day that we were leaving Cincinnati to head back up to uh, Detroit to say goodbye to my dad as he was slowly dying, um, I jumped on I-75 northbound, and oddly enough, just in front of our now church, um, all these signs started coming. And there was a, there was a, the radio was playing a song. I forget the artist or the name of the song, but the, the, the lyrics are about a guy who, who's saying goodbye to his dad and his dad is telling him, don't worry, son, that the hands, the hands that hold me now have holes in them. Okay. So I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to Jesus, obviously, is the point of the song. So I've got that happening, in, you know, coming through the speakers. In front of me is a semi-truck that merges in front of me with mud flaps with the cross on them. I've never seen mud flaps with crosses on them. I'm not <laughs> saying that they're not all over the place. I've never seen them. It's usually Yosemite Sam right. or that hot-looking chick that's, you know, sprawl. You, you know what I'm saying? Those are the typical things you see on a mud flap on the back of a semi. I get behind one that's got two crosses. This song is playing. My dad was a lifelong fisherman. And the bass boat that he sold years ago, all of a sudden it pulls up right next to us. Wow. The the one thing I didn't quite understand, in fact, my son was in the back uh, passenger seat, and he goes, uh, "Dad, are you seeing all this?" He's he's seeing it to my whole my whole family is going whoa, and we're just quiet, and all of us are starting to well up. The opposite way, I've never seen a um, a semi truck with uh, you know delivering brand new vehicles. They're all kind of like mm-hmm. you know on the back then. All, all black Cadillac hearses. I've never seen hearses on the back of those cars. Again, they obviously have to be delivered somehow. But <laughs> I'm seeing and hearing all this at, within 40 seconds. Okay? And I said to my kids, God, or uh, kids, pay attention. God is speaking to me right now. Actually, he's speaking to all of us. But he's speaking to me specifically, preparing me to say goodbye to my dad. And it was all these signs. And I took that as God speaking to me. Did I hear, hey, Matt, it's me. No, I didn't hear a voice. It's just all these little signs that suddenly lined up out of nowhere that was preparing me for saying goodbye. Uh, the church we go to, pastor. As we pass that church. He, he said it uh, really good the other. It was a, I don't know if, anyways, it was a sermon he was ministering. He says, he was talking about atheists, and atheists are like, you know, if I, I want, if if there is a God, I want him to prove it. Well, as a believer, I can't help but see God everywhere, and it's moments like those that you just described. God knows how your mind works, and I'm not just talking about in general everyone's mind. God knows how each particular person's mind works. He knows the 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 little things that will be like, oh, so all those little things. That's not coincidence. That's not happenstance. Hmm. God lined all those things up. Why? To to be like this. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. You know, it's okay. And it was a sense of comfort. Because, I, I mean, I knew I was going back to see my, see my dad for the last time and physically say goodbye to him. And I knew I, when I walked into the hospital, I was going to see him in a different 
state. It wasn't going to be my dad. You know, he was on the ventilator and blah, blah, blah. I don't even want to describe that. Um, but he was preparing me for that. And I know there's a lot of people viewing this and listening to this. <clears throat> you've had loved ones in the same, you've had the same experience. You've got to accept that that was God talking to you. You have to. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered. God orders our steps. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in happenstances. When things like that, I just, I just, all I can do is thank God. And I, if I wrote down every instance like that, I would have, and I mean, yeah, I, I would have a exactly because God is constant. God's always. If you are a new believer, you're or never if, without him, or if you think that God isn't talking to you, God is always talking to us. Like Matt said, are you listening That's for him? That's the reason I brought this whole thing up. Are you listening for God? This chick Are you was... so wrapped up in what's going on and, oh gosh, this is going on and that, this, that, and the other? Are you listening for God? This lady was so enveloped in my passion and the anger that I was displaying that she wasn't listening to what I was saying and she agreed with me. And that got me thinking to this. If we can't hear each other, how can we possibly hear God? Um, I wanted to wrap this up really quick. The uh, If this kind of stuff has happened to you, I think it's our duty to share it with other people. Um, don't just keep that story. Because when that... The semi, the the truck, the song, the hearses, and, and then I realize, okay, God's talking to me, preparing me to say goodbye to my dad. Mm-hmm. If you have a similar story, because I, I felt good and I felt a sense of comfort, and I knew it was God doing exactly what you said. He was putting his hand on my shoulder saying, all right, you're going to get through this and I'm with you. I'm here. He said he'll never leave us or forsake us. You have to share those stories, your version of that story, whatever version you have. Don't keep that to yourself. You've got to put it out there. Uh, the world needs you to put it out there right now. Um, you can't. You cannot talk up God enough right now. The, the world is so dark with the stories that we talk about on this show. That's the reason the moment of faith is at the start of the show and not the end of the show. Because we need to lead through all of this stuff. We need to lead it with God. We've got to put good kids. He's already been taken from society. He's already been taken from the schools. He's already been taken out of the, the, the town squares and you can't say Christmas and blah, 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 whatever. We need to go into this battle with him front and center. Yeah. I, I agree with what you said, but I don't agree with what you said. I think I know what part you're not going to agree with. No, I, I, maybe not. So do I share a lot of experiences and all that what god's done for me yes there are some things that i won't share your experience might be the tipping point for somebody but there there are some things that there are some things that god has shown me or told me that i've only shared with my wife and it's between me and my wife and there are some things where i've been talking to god or you know things are happening that i haven't shared with anybody i'll Keep it right here. Selfish. But there's so many of them, I mean, nobody would ever know. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
that's before uh, I know we want to get moving, but I, I want to tell I want to say this to to my fellow believers out there. Maybe you're not saved, but I want to tell you this. The life of a Christian is wonderful. My life is wonderful. I am full of joy. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I live an abundant life. It's not hard for me to be a Christian. I love waking up. I have a smile on my face when I go into work every morning. I have a happy demeanor about me. He I only have, frowns here. <laughs> the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. When you shift, when I take when I when I'm not self-centered and I'm looking to God, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. I'm seeking first the kingdom of God. And what did Jesus tell us to do? To love our brothers. So I'm seeking God. I'm loving my brothers. I'm listening to people. Man, I'm t- being a Christian is awesome. I'm excited about the time we're living in. And I don't know how you're going to segue into the news off that one, but let's see what you got. Well, I'm excited for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> Putting uh, Fauci on blast exactly the way he How'd should he put be. Fauci on blast? Uh, recently discussed the U.S. involvement with... Oh, man, alive. Uh, recently discussed the U.S. involvement with the bioweapons programs, Dr. Fauci's funding a, uh, of coronavirus gain-of-function research, and, uh, and the anthrax scare of 2001. Now, this is basically... Everything he's talking about here is everything that Fauci lied under oath as he was being... Uh, was it Rand Paul? was uh, drilling him. Uh, He said, quote, they took the money that uh, Cheney gave them from the Patriot Act, $2.2 billion, and they funneled it through the NIH. And it all went through Anthony Fauci. So beginning in 2002, Anthony Fauci got a 68% raise from the Pentagon for doing bioweapons development, and he got a raise of billions of of dollars a year. And then he started doing all his gain of function. In 2014, three of those bugs escaped in high-profile escapes from different labs in the United States. Congress held hearings on it. Everybody was angry, and 300 top scientists sent letters to Obama saying, you got to shut down Fauci because he's going to create a pandemic. So Obama ordered a moratorium, at the, and at the time, Fauci had 18 different gain-of-function experiments he was doing around the United States. He instead moved his stuff offshore to Wuhan, where he could do it out of sight of those 300 scientists and nosy White House officials who were trying to shut him down. But nothing about this on your mainstream media news, uh, evening news tonight. Instead, they're going to be having reports on what bars the the sports guy is going to be broadcasting from from March Madness and uh, St. Paddy's Day this week. Yeah, green spaghetti, green None of this. Beer. None of the Again, year after year after year. Look over here, everybody. Look over here. This is unfolding right now. Uh, Robert, F. Kenny, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is putting Fauci on blast. He is not the innocent little dude from Brooklyn that some people still think he is. This dude is straight out of Nazi Germany. And deserves every ounce of punishment coming his way. A guy online by the name of Band from Fox says, If you have a loved one that is in the hospital, or was in the hospital, being denied hydro, uh, hydro, chloroquine. hydroxychloroquine, thank you, I knew I'd get it, or ivermectin, uh, and your loved one died on a ventilator, Fauci is the main one that's responsible. He and your medical professionals killed them. Uh, that is, I don't know how that can be contested. So banned from Fox, good call. Um, and this isn't anything that we're saying that's brand new, but there's still people coming on board 
that are just starting to realize this. And uh, so you you wanted a segue f- <laughs> away from that to this. I'm very happy for Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who, by the way, is a registered Democrat. Huh. He leans that way, and even he uh, sees the evil in uh, Dr. Fauci. A new poll from Rasmussen found that a majority of likely voters want Pete Buttigieg to resign from his position as Immediately. Trans- trans- transportation secretary. As the Gateway Pundit says, Buttigieg never should have been given the job in the first place. This was his reward for backing out of the 2020 Democrat primary and endorsing Biden. Not only that, the fact that he's gay. Let's just yeah. be straight up about it. Diversity. The, the, the whole Biden administration, Think the about whole this. left. If, if he wouldn't have been a homosexual, and I'm, this isn't, I'm not, look, I don't hate homosexuals or anything like that. I love people. Your personal life is your business. Whatever you do in the privacy of your own home and not shoving on other people, right? that's your business. But this guy is white, right? The Pete guy, yeah. I, I saw him at East Palestine, whatever. He's a white guy. If he had not been a homosexual, he they wouldn't have even given him a thought because no. he's a white male. Right. And... If he was a white straight male, definitely wouldn't have got. So this right. is a whole diversity thing, just like the uh, bald, cross-dressing luggage thief. That yeah, they had. right. Weirdo. Or the uh, the health. Um, oh, the guy who's in the army who thinks yeah, he's a chick. Right. Yeah. Long blonde hair looks like oh, <laughs> looks like a dude with a wig. Right. Pretty much. See, the left, and I experienced this when I was working at Amazon. I'm not throwing hate or anything. I'm just pre- I'm just presenting what it looks like. These are people with problems. Severe problems. And it's all about equity. It's all, or, uh, it's all about equality. It's all about um, checking off a list, which I think is more offensive than anything. Yeah, instead of being... Instead of being them, qualified. Yeah, it, I was just about to say that. Instead of me being qualified for the position... Look what they're doing now. They are basing people off the color of their skin and their sexual orientation. Are you kidding me? If you're black and you got the job just because you're black, you should be a little offended by that. That's racist. What what about <laughs> what about the fact that you busted your tail in college and got the proper credentials and why not put that on blast Worked your rather way to than the, the fact that you're yeah. black? Yeah, or, or you're a hard worker or whatever. Or you're it might just be. a good person. Yeah. What why does it have to do with skin color and if I'm gay or straight? What when did Or that last ha- week I used to be a dude and now I'm a chick. Yeah. That's the reason I got the job. And that's what's happening. That's exactly why Pete Buttigieg got the job. Look at his look look at the, all the nominees and all that. I mean, this is across the board with this uh administration. Yeah. It's no one's qualified. <laughs> It's it's all a checklist, and I experienced this with with Amazon when I was working there for a handful of months. I started there on a part time basis. I put in for full time. Not that I, you know, after thirty years in radio, I had to do something to bring home some groceries and try to pick up where we left off. So I went to Amazon, got this warehouse job, and as I was waiting for full time, I noticed the people that were working there. For less, they had, you know, I didn't have much seniority, but they were there less than I was. Well, okay, well, he's gay. This one's black. This one doesn't speak English at all. 
doesn't even know the alphabet, which is something if you're going to work in the warehouse, you have to know at least the alphabet because the all the uh, items that you order come down the the, the conveyor line. Mm-hmm. I've worked in uh, I worked at Cole's warehouse, man. I know what and is. everything is like all right. It's uh, you know B five means you know you put it in the B bin and it's number five and it eventually goes out the door to a particular zip code and sure. and then your front porch. Thank you for the inner workings of a warehouse. There you go. Anyway, Amazon. well you. You you at least need to know the alphabet. <laughs> and I've seen chicks from Guatemala and Cuba and all these other places that got full time before I did and they didn't they couldn't tell a B from a W. And I'm like, how did you get oh, I know how you got it. We know exactly because I'm a white dude and you're not. <laughs> you know, and then there's another someone that was in the middle of transitioning. Who got full time and they couldn't even lift up a box. It's just an agenda. It's just just checking off boxes. Just check it, and that's what the current administration's doing. It should offend everybody that Pete Buttigieg got his. There position are people's based there, on that. This is a real job right now, and it's disturbing. There are people whose job is literally a corporate. Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whoever hires this person and brings them in and this person's job is to show them how to diversify their employees, how to hire how to hire different people. translation yeah. weaken the product. Yeah, not 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 how to hire more qualified candidates, but how hey, you have Way too many of this group of people. You need to add more of this group of people. And you don't have any of this group of people. Means zero. Get rid of these people and hire these people because you need to diversify. The workplace needs to be more diversified. How does that increase quality at the workplace? It doesn't at all. You should get a job based on your qualifications. And, you know, I remember when I was younger because I I was born in 82. So I, I came into the workforce when I was 13, 14. It was hard to get a job when I was a kid. I mean, I applied. My first job, I remember I applied to McDonald's because you could cut through the woods where we lived at. And it was like a 10-minute walk. Didn't want to hire me. It was hard to get a job. Now it's like they're begging people to work there. Well, they're also putting people out of work because the people that begged for $15 an hour, uh, some of us saw this coming, that they would eventually encourage those companies to invest in uh, computers and other machinery that put those people out of work. So what used to be a seven fifty eight dollars an hour job throwing some burgers in a bag with some fries and saying thank you, come again, is now been replaced by a computer screen where it just comes down a chute. Now you're out of a job. So was it worth demanding yeah. that 15 bucks an hour? So minimum wage jobs are good for... You know, people just getting into the workforce, young people, everyone has to start somewhere. Right. I'm not I'm not knocking any exactly. of those jobs. Everybody started somewhere, okay? I started at the bottom. Matt probably started at the bottom. Still you, at the you, bottom. You work, I restarted at the bottom. You work your way up. Not knocking you know, low paying jobs, but that shouldn't be the lifelong right. job. You know what I but he's absolutely right. What you're seeing now, especially with AI coming about and all these new things, uh, they're going to stop. They're going to start roboticizing, if that's a word, more factory jobs, warehouse yeah. jobs. Right? Like, hey, you know what? 
I can have this robot do it. They can do it faster. The quality is going to be where we want it's it to. It's a one-time purchase for and the I company. I don't have to deal with someone's mouth right. coming in late, failing drug tests. I'll have a robot do it. Yeah, the, the initial cost might be through the roof, but they don't look. What they see is profit margins down. Is this going to pay me right. off in the end? They're like, oh, robot versus person. Yeah, I'll take a couple robots. So rather than demanding $15 an hour because it's a cake job to put burgers in a bag, Rather than doing that, how about upping your game and, and, and getting a, a higher goal in life? Rather than just working at the fast settling, food joint. what you're saying is settling. Don't settle for that. Yeah. Challenge yourself to own the restaurant. Yeah. Be the franchisee. Don't just say, Let oh, it's $15 or not, because the job ain't worth it. Yeah, let me tell you about a place I respect. Chick-fil-A, uh, we really All like you. All this on Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. <laughs> we, we love you, Chick-fil-A, and uh, we'll take some free chicken sandwiches. Love Chick-fil-A. But- but Chick-fil-A... Closed on Sundays because they believe in God. Thank you. The reason why Chick-fil-A makes more money than all of its competitors, and it's even closed on a day of the week, because in order to get into the franchise, if you buy the franchise, it's part of the contract. You have to work there. So you're going to make sure that ship is sailing, mm-hmm. right? It's a well-oiled machine. They teach manners. They do all these wonderful things. That's why Chick-fil-A runs so great. Hey, I'm not. We're not knocking fast food jobs or anything no, like that. No, not at all. What Matt's saying is, don't be the person putting fries in the box forever. You could start off with the, being the fry guy, but have some goals, have some drive. Yeah, set, How did we up. get to this off <laughs> Because Pete Buttigieg isn't qualified. <laughs> He's not. Uh, Breitbart News says Buttigieg was slow to respond to train derailment in the Buckeye State, only opting to visit the area after former president. Uh, Trump made an effort, the latter of whom made sure that the people of the area knew they weren't forgotten on his own dime, I believe. Yes. Brought a bunch of water. That's that's in a couple different, uh, because I did my own little, I was like, I want to make sure this is what it is. Most sources cited that it was on Trump's dime. Uh, Prior to Trump's visit, Buttigieg said he would visit the area when the time is right. When's the time right when you've got American citizens? There's a crisis. (laughs) People are in... These poverty-stricken people are had a nat- had a disaster in their area. Their oh, lives were just altered, I'm, possibly. Forever. I remember the one reporter that was Which like, "Hey, when are you when are you going to visit? When are you going to visit? Oh, when you know what 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 do you say? What, what when you the say? time is right? Yeah, when the time is right. Well, what are you doing right now? I'm taking some personal time. Like, this is the head. Yeah. Of, of this uh, the department of priorities. Department of Transportation. While his boss was yeah. in Ukraine on yeah. that very day. Like, are you kidding me? They don't care. He doesn't care about None of what's them happening. Do. None of them do. It's and garbage. He's, he's standing there with his hard hat on. It looks yeah. so industrious here. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Look at all these guys on the side over here. Oh I'm God. staying in room 777. What the heck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> don't worry. My husband's in South Bend, Indiana. That's where we reside. What is the next topic? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. For you that don't have uh, Rumble, go ahead and download it and watch that for yourself on video. Quite disturbing. Uh, That time conveniently occurred after Trump's visit. However, at the time of the visit, neither Buttigieg nor his spokeswoman explained why it took roughly three weeks to visit the area. If that was his neighborhood, I bet he would have been there the day of. Mm Mm-hmm. Or screaming and crying, possibly, this is my neighborhood. Possibly the train never would have derailed there. Mm. 
Uh, President Trump gave a speech from Iowa Monday night on education, but addressed some other topics as well. Uh, Again, thousands of people lined up for hours that didn't even make it in in the freezing cold. Meanwhile, Biden can't fill your foyer in the middle of June. (laughs) I mean, let's just call it a... a It was like that for the the whole deal, though. But when, when even bef- yeah, before uh, the election was stolen and all that, Trump rallies off the hook. You know, everything's well, still going good. on right now. Uh, at well, what, what I'm saying for the the previous election. Oh yeah, Trump. And then he got the I most mean, votes than any yeah. other president ever. Yeah, he got eighty. What was it? Eighty. Go ahead. Eighty-four man. million. Something like that. President Trump uh, promised to totally obliterate the deep state. Um, also discussed the Department of Education, where he says he will break it up and send the resources back to the states. Uh, much like the abortion um, uh, issue, why wouldn't you want it? Why Why would you want the, the, the federal government in charge of anything? No big government. Send it back to your states and have a say. Yep. On any on any of the issue, yep. whether it's abortion or education, that's the way. That's that's the way our everything was set up to begin with. Right. The states do the. <laughs> Aiden says John F. Kennedy said, "I will splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it into the wind." Uh, and then he says, "Be careful, Mr. President. If you're going to do it, do it completely. You cannot let them come back ever. I don't foresee that if he's able to make this happen." I think he's going to make it happen the way it's supposed to happen. I believe Trump has just been, his last couple of years, just sitting back and letting them destroy themselves on a public stage. And the businessman in him knows exactly how to fix it. The career politicians have butchered it beyond belief. There's no hope for them. The whole system needs to just be blown up. Yeah, it's no secret that the CIA has overthrown governments in other countries for its own interests, whether it comes to oil or drugs. It's no secret that they're part of the drug problem in America, the CIA. A lot of these three-letter agencies are corrupt as it gets. I mean, well, we've, it's seen, all organized crime. we've even seen with the Twitter, what do they call it, the Twitter files. The FBI. <laughs> I mean, these are the people that are supposed to be... The top-notch, you know, the big guns when, you know, your local law enforcement can't knock it out, they bring in the FBI. I want nothing to do with those guys, man. Keep them out of my yeah. Corrupt. Eno says he's going to need a lot of help to eradicate Satan out of there. He's got that help. It's called uh, From We the People. Yeah. Um, the wicked people who constantly go after Trump will not give up without a fight. They have fought from day one with him with the Russia scam and all the other crap that they could uh, throw at him. Uh, but he is still in the fight, and with a lot of Americans that care about this country, we will win and save this country's total destruction from the left-wing lunatics. Um, did you have something on uh, all the bank buyouts? I sure did. Go ahead. So we're going to wrap up with a couple uh, last-minute... Um, if you've been people. watching the news, or if you haven't been watching the news, the... Inflation is off the hook right now, and the Fed has been 
doing what they call quantitative tightening, which means the money printers are off, and they've been doing Fed rate hikes, okay? And they do this on basis points every time the FOMC meets. Uh, their next meeting is March 22nd, if you didn't know, and we'll find out if they're going to raise it 25 or 50 basis points. But they they go off the consumer price index, the uh, producer's price index, all these things. So, well, SVB had a bank run last Thursday. They woke up and they were billions of dollars negative. Uh, people were making withdrawals because of you know they heard some bad news that hey, uh, my money is probably not in there because the bank was insolvent, which means they didn't have cash to back what they said they had. Right, so. Immediately, though, this was Monday, Biden gave a speech, hey, we're going to take care, we're going to fire management, of course, and we're going to take care of it, everyone's going to get their money, uh, federally insured, you, you get $250,000, that's what the FDIC insures, well, he boldly said, even if you have more than two hundred fifty grand in there, which there's billions of dollars we're talking about. Boldly He's, said or stupidly he, said? Whatever. Stupidly said that you, the taxpayer, are not going to have to pay for it. That is what a horrible lie. Anytime a Santa bank, Claus is going to bring a big bag of money. And, and they're like, oh, this isn't a bailout. Yes, this is a bailout. They're going to bail this bank out and they're going to do it with taxpayers' money. We're going to have to foot the bill. Now, why so quick to make sure this bank doesn't get under? Well, they would like to say that, oh, we can't let the banking system go down. You know, we we got to make sure the banks survive. Well, these banks, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, Credit Suisse, and Signature Bank, guess who they donate money to? Hmm. <laughs> No, if you didn't guess already, they're very large donors to not only the Democrat Party, but there's Republican Party people in the Republican Party. That Translation, Democrats. <laughs> they donate, they are some of the big donors out there. These banks donate to the Democrat Party and the rhino, lots of rhinos on the right. So what? why am I saying all this? Because... They can't let their cash cow go down. They are not going to let their big big bank donors go down the drain. They're going to save them. And they're going to paint it as, oh, we're doing this because, you know, we're not going to let our banks go down. But that's not their interest. Their interest isn't helping out people and helping out making sure the people that have money in there get their money back. They want to make sure they get their money. So they're not going to let the sink or the ship sink. And that's my two pennies on uh money <laughs> kind of like if you were to take the banks out of that whole story and insert ukraine hmm. same story same reasoning why are we suddenly coming to the aid of ukraine billions 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 biolabs meanwhile we got homeless veterans we have uh, a heroin pandemic we have open border uh, i mean the the border is just being overran. You have a high suicide rate of the these people that are protecting East Palestine, our Ohio. We have all these things. I mean, you you run out of things. There's so many things to say that it's like, where, where does it end? But we got to make sure Ukraine has food. They have good shelter, adequate Ammunition. shelter, weapons, tanks. Let's make sure that they're you know Ukraine's good to go. Really, really. Because they've got the bio labs, they've got the money laundering, they've got the uh, child sex trafficking, 
They've got all that going on. And, and I, I could be way off here, but I heard that they Russia destroyed an adrenochrome lab in Ukraine. You're going to find out eventually, and I know I'm a weirdo for thinking this Just way. Just putting that out there. You're going to find out one day Vladimir Putin was probably more of your friend than any of the people on the left ever were. Look, say people can say I, what they I'll, want. I'll acknowledge how bizarre that sounds because of the... the, the Current climate, Warren? Well, the mainstream media's been selling this other narrative for so long. And that it's so ingrained in everybody. You say Russia, they think evil. Well, is Putin a stand-up guy? <laughs> I'm not going to say, you know, me and him would be good chums or yeah, whatever. I'm not saying but I'm going to go golfing with the dude. Putin is so disgusted and tired of the West meddling right next door to him. He's sick and tired of it. He's he he's he's against elitists. He's against big banks. He's against deep states that he's like, you know what? I'm going to get everything that's close to me cleaned up. Talk to somebody that you know that has uh, friends or family over in Russia that's a Russian citizen. Ask them, hey, how's life? How, how are things going over there in Russia as a Russian citizen? And then get back with us on what their answer is. Yeah, I'd like to I don't that. think they're going to say, oh my God, we're tortured every day. I think they're going to say the polar opposite of that. In fact, we know that. Uh, wrapping up really quick, J- uh, Jansen Panettiere's cause of death has been revealed after the 28-year-old died suddenly last month. She, uh, he, of course, the younger brother of Hayden Panettiere, uh, died February 19th at his apartment in New York. Um, EMTs pronounced him dead at the scene. His father, Alan, uh, noted that he talked to his son on the phone the night before and thought he sounded okay. The Panettiere family... Uh, am I saying that right? Panettiere, I think. You, so. You've already said it seven times. Right. Way, so. <laughs> Too late now. Yeah, I should commit now? <laughs> yeah, just go on. <laughs> uh, Jake Smith. Uh, the family divulged that Jansen suddenly died from an enlarged heart coupled with aortic valve complications, the family said in a statement to ABC News. Now, next question, what caused the enlarged heart? Um I've known people in my personal life throughout the years that said, hey, I can't participate in such and such activity because I was born with an enlarged heart. And we have a certain, I forget what the, what it's called, but the definite or the The medical term for it. Yeah, I don't know the medical term for it, but they said, I can't, you know, go swimming. I can't uh, play basketball or football. I was born with an enlarged heart. Mm -hmm. You found out at birth. Um, doesn't sound like there was any knowledge of him living his entire life with an enlarged heart. First time they're hearing this news? Right. So, wouldn't the average person say, okay, uh, what caused it? Mm Mm-hmm. I think you and I are on the same page with what we can assume what caused it. But are we insensitive for asking that question? No, we're being inquisitive, not insensitive. There's enough people dying at an alarming rate... Yeah. Of an enlarged heart, of cardio, um, of uh, myocarditis, blood clots, all the above. 
it's not insensitive to be raising these questions and talking about the elephant that's in the room. It's being inquisitive to get the mainstream media and these evil SOBs that are covering the truth to finally uh, explore it and, and, and not exploit it, but just let it be known. Just talk about it. And you're showing your cards as to when you're not doing it. You're showing your cards of how mm. freaking guilty you are. Yeah. Um, another 19-year-old National Guard soldier dies suddenly after completing a two-mile run fitness test. 19-year-old... How, what, what condition were you in when you were 19? Man. The best condition I ever? I wish I could have my 19-year-old. Right. All of us do. <laughs> and this dude's suddenly dead because uh, of a, of a two-mile run mm. at the age of 19? A 29-year-old South African footballer, soccer player, dies suddenly after collapsing in training. He's at the peak of his life. He's one of the most physically fit people on planet Earth. Yeah, 29 years old and uh, playing um, soccer. Uh, the big leagues too. I mean, the all the all these guys do is hustle up and down the field. Like, <laughs> so anyway, what it, is it? What is it? Yeah. And you know they're not they're not going to talk about that, nor are they talking about those uh, court cases that are happening all over the country, uh, discussing this. The mainstream media is not covering any of it. We've and got, they won't, right? And but we're going to push them. We're going to acknowledge their BS. Uh, we've got friends of the show in attorneys Michael Hamilton and Daniel Watkins who are out on the West Coast on their own dime, fighting huge medical conglomerations. Uh, uh, hospitals and medical facilities all over the, um, not ivermectin, but the, um, oh my gosh, the, uh, remdesivir. They're, they got the remdesivir trials going on, and we were talking about mass genocide. Um, and these guys, you know, what these guys are dealing with, and the court cases that they've got unfolding right now, huge life-saving news. Mainstream media telling you zero about it. Look them up. Thomas Renz, Daniel Watkins, Michael Hamilton. All easy, easy names to remember. Google them. Look them up. Learn about what these guys are going through right now. Support them and donate money their way if you can. Uh, think Thomas Renz, you can make uh, financial donations because they're doing it all on their own dime just because they're... Uh, good Christians, all of, all three of them are great Christians, and they're um, they're doing it for the betterment of man. And they 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 threw in the towel on the rest of their uh, their practice. You know, they they had uh, other. So they're all in. They're all in. Uh, Michael Hamilton almost went homeless um, because he's 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 that committed to this man. The dude is financially not making a dime off this, and he's all over the country trying to do the right thing and uh, saving people's lives and, exp- and the mainstream media not touching any of it. Go figure. Lead us out in a prayer before I start throwing stuff. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone that has been listening, who has shared and you know left likes and is supporting us. I, we're so very thankful for them, and I thank you for sending them our way. Thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over each and every person listening to this right now. I ask that you would bless them. I ask that you would just be there to lead them and guide them every step of the way today. We thank you so very much for your blessings. We always give you all the 
the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And until the next time we meet, um, we just love you so very much, and we, we can't ever thank you enough, God. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Say a prayer for our country. Keep God front and center. Appreciate you checking out the the Freedom Ring. I'm Matt Taluto. That is Brother James. We will see you next time. Adios. Later.